Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk with your host, James Loving. If you're looking for a fast-paced show that covers football and so much more, this is the place to be. Now, here's your host, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, James Loving. Okay, this is James Loving, your host of Loving That Sports Talk, co-host with me. Chris, you there? I am here, James. I am so ready for today. I know you hey, are. You think, uh, yeah, why do you think I'm smiling and happy? <laughs> you know, you, you, you love, you love the, the, the people that played the same position as you. Yeah. Well, my listeners, I'd like to introduce former NFL player Patrick Jackson. His name is Patrick Jackson. What's up, Jackson? What's up, <laughs> Looking forward to a great day to tell this show. Talking football, talking wide receivers, and of course, talking to Arthur these defensive backs, baby. Yes, sir. Hey, I remember that movie, Action Jack. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, sir. Carl Weathers. Yeah. And, um, I have oh, yeah. Lawrence from that movie, but I, I have a uh, first lady in uh, Vanity. Yeah, Vanity. Like, Action Jackson. Hey, we'll talk about that later, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> well, the name's What can I say? <laughs> well, we'd like to get started, Chris. I'm glad to have him, but Chris, you know I gotta ask him. I, I have to ask him. You know what, um, Patrick? I'm gonna say Ashton Jackson. You know how he is playing receiver. You, everybody thinks receiver is tough and all like that. You know, uh, try to explain. Matter of fact, give us a good story, one story where you played. You know, against a DB or talking smack. Oh my goodness. Uh, Man, it's a tough it's a tough position because somebody got to be able to catch the ball, not just get first downs, but you got to be able to get touchdowns. And uh what makes it tough is the fact that you're on that end all by yourself on that island. And if you miss the ball, of course, got a thousands of fans are hollering and booing at you. At the same time when you catch the rock, you score that touchdown, there's no better feeling than hitting that end zone and, and, and then having your teammates run towards you, high five you picking you up in the air. That's no better fit than being a wide receiver. That's the best position on the field, baby. Best position on the field. Chris? Interesting. Yeah, I, I, I can definitely see why, you know, a, a receiver, running back's kind of the same thing, you know, the, t- the quarterback, because you guys are the ones out there scoring the points. Chris, I, 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 yeah, running back, that's, that's, that's our offensive brethren, but they take a lot of pounding. They're getting the ball 15, oh, yeah. 30 times in the game. You know, receivers, we're getting it, you know, three, four, five times a game, you know, targeted maybe six or seven times. But I think deep down, we wish we would get the ball, you know, 15, 20 times. We would be scoring every other play. Is that right? Is that right, James? Yes, sir. You keep talking. I'm smiling. I'm writing it down. <laughs> Yeah, we, we we were actually talking about that just um, earlier earlier this week, James. Remember, you were talking about how, you know, you, you only had it maybe four or five times a game, you know, and and it, it, it kind of made you bad because you wanted it more than what they were doing. More. And that's why I was uh, passionate. Trying to explain that too, you know, when you that receiver, you like you want the ball more in your hands. You know, you want hey, throw this to me, throw it to me. You know, I'm open, I'm open. You always feel you open, don't you, Pat? You do. I mean, a lot of times they want to come at you. Court action offense players want to spotlight you. It's third or possibly fourth down. We're like, why are we waiting to get to get to third or fourth down? We can do the same and get the same result first or second down. You know, I like my running back. Right. They do their thing, but, you know, we can have a lot of that. You know how that works. Yep. Well, well Chris, we got, um, we got to talk. But, um, Chris, there's a lot going on with um, Zeke. I don't know if you got talk with that about passion, but yeah, I was um, going to ask. I had to have a question to ask him on that, but uh, we we can talk a little bit about it. Yeah, it's always, I mean, it's, it's always just, prevalent. I'm trying to look at this stuff, and it's like um, these guys know they get in trouble, and then they want to fight and hold up the court system and get all. You know, if you didn't put yourself in that predicament and did what he did five, six, seven times, I can see this one time. Okay, give him. You know. But it was six or seven incident he was in, Chris. What do you think? Right. Yeah, there there's some truth to that that he 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 wasn't exactly a, a choir boy, you know. Yeah, he he was he was out there doing what he wanted to do and living the high life and, and even now, you know, here here being uh, with the with the cowboys, he's still trying to live that same life. You and know, I, and I know he's been talked to. 
And that's the problem. Now he want to act like there ain't nothing wrong. But you should have thought about that when you, I mean, I looked at it and um, they was reading off an incident. He did one one day, the next day, then the next day with that girl with the much about three times, okay. you know. Right. You back, Patrick, now? Yeah, I'm back with you. I'm back with you. Oh, I got perfect. Sounds great. Friends. <laughs> you make me go out here for my cleats on and get the rabbit. <laughs> yes, sir. But go ahead. Finish what you were saying. I'm sorry. No, I was just saying that, that you know, um, the quarterbacks and offense coordinators like to put the receivers in those, in those heady positions on third and fourth down. And you know as well as I know. We don't have to wait that long. We can get the same result, which is six points, first or second down. I know you want to make the running back look good, get him his carries, but, you know, throw the rock to us, five-yard slant, you know, post, corner route, whatever it is. Let's, let's get the defense. I know you want to get the defense some rest, but let's go and make this game, let's make this game a, non, a non-factor by just getting the ball to the receiver. That's all you have to do. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Go ahead, Chris. That's true. Well, you know what? How, we, one thing we, we we didn't do, James, is, is is let's let's have Patrick tell a little bit about uh, where where he where he got started. You know, yeah, you right, our guests it. can can hear our, our listeners kind of know a little bit about uh, Action Jackson. Sorry about All right. that. Uh, I, I got a little I got a little excited today. You know, I got a little excited. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. I understand. One fellow wide eye to the other fellow wide eye. I understand. But no, I'm from I'm from Tyler, Texas. My hometown is, is uh, Tyler, Texas. High school is John Tyler High School. That's the home of Earl Campbell, the Tyler Rose. And um, and every year it seemed like you know we blessed to have. Different, you know, guys go into the the draft of free agents and, and, and stick on a team. Uh, Eric Campbell definitely opened the door, and uh, so many guys afterward kicked the door in and, and, and want their lot in the NFL. And um, went to Stephen F. Austin uh, down in a small town in Texas called Nacogdoches. Uh, one of my famous alums was one of my sweet mates, Larry Sinners, played fullback for for at least ten plus years. Um, we came to Stephen F. Austin together and um, was a free agent, undrafted free agent, uh, went to Atlanta Falcons, and um, I stayed there uh, two years, 90 and 91 season. I got hurt and um, went to the World League. World League was Ohio Glory at the time as a team, and that was coached by the famed offensive lineman, Coach Larry Little, that played with the Miami Dolphins. And um, mm-hmm. so, but just of course, like James, he knows when you're playing at those levels, you meet so many different people, uh, so many experiences. I um, had a chance to play with Deion Sanders in Atlanta, and uh, my second year was actually Brett Favre's first year. So that's two two bona fide Hall of Famers right there, first ballots uh, played with, and then to be part of Larry Lowe's team with Ohio Glory, and have uh, Coach Dennis Thurman. Which he, you know, good friend, good, good guy, but he coached the defensive back, so he was a defensive back. So uh, I won't hold that against him. <laughs> but um, that's pretty much <laughs> that's pretty much that's pretty much the summation of of, of my career in, in, in football and, and the, the towns and the teams that I played with. And um, by all means, I, I mean, I guess for me, I'm a five foot nine, 170 pound wide receiver at the time. Um, you know, I had a lot of help with co- good, great coaches. And teammates, because there were so many teammates that should have, in my opinion, should have been in the league way before me. But the Lord saw fit for me to just keep working and get with the right people and right circumstances, right time. And I was there to have that experience. So I appreciate it. Patrick, let's, let's go back for a minute. One of the colors you played at, I know that college, you know, um, I wanted to go there and play. Great school. Hmm. You know, when I see it, I'm like, yeah, I know that college. Yep, I did. Yep, and the people that came from there, Larry Sinners. You're right. Play with um, Cardinals, right? Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Play with the Cardinals, but, and he wound up getting a Super Bowl ring with the uh, New England Patriots too. Yep, yep. Well, let's go back again. Like you played against Dion and all like that, and just tell how amazing that. I mean, just what you had to do to you know when you were. I know y'all did one on one and all that. But I mean, you weren't you weren't scared of him, you know. You went out there and did. Am I right? People think. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Let me tell you what's funny. 
me and another rookie cornerback, a uh, good, real good friend of mine, William Evers, he played, we both came in together, both undrafted free agents. He came out of FAMU. So we was to go battle in practice, me and him against each other, DB, wide receiver against DB. And we start figuring things out. We said, wait a minute. We're going to want to give him a cut. Excuse me, I want to cut you off, but we have to right. break. I don't want the break to come in and you still talking. So let's go to the okay, break okay. and come back and let you finish. Sorry about that, but this is hey, Dave, no no Chris, and Action Jackson in the house. Action Jackson! You never had on that? <laughs> <laughs> we'll be Chris, right back. Chris, how, do, how do you deal with this guy, Chris? How do you deal with it? <laughs> I just knock him upside the head every now and then, and he's good. <laughs> we'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Want to experience football from the perspective of two former players who also have coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. We'll talk about the drafts, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl and Sam have the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. We'll cover the camps, on and off field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Host J.D. Harris and friends are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving, your host of Loving That Sports Talk. Go host with Chris. You didn't leave it. I'm right here, James. I'm I'm just I'm ready. I'm anxious. I'm antsy. You know how I get when it comes to these guests. Yes, sir. I, I'm sitting here googling on Netflix the movie Action Jackson. Are you still there? <laughs> no. Are <laughs> <laughs> you still with us? Yes, sir. I'm still here with you. <laughs> Sorry to cut you off where I got that music, but uh, finish what you were saying about Dion and you know when you went through was going. Right, so, you know, we, we like I said, we was going against each other, me and another rookie cornerback. And uh, so we just saw fit to, you know what, we're going to cut, have each other get cut if we keep going against each other. Let's do this here. You go against Andre Liza, which was a star receiver on our squad, and I'm going against Dion. And so we started doing that and started getting noticed. Coaches started watching us. And, of course, Dion was just a, a technician when it comes to to watching the you know the, the down and distance on the on the play, watching what you're doing, your tendencies, and uh, there's one funny story that he won't he'll say it's not on film. But I gotta find this film. I gotta find this film. You know how when you out there practicing, you have kids in training camp. You have kids lined up and up and down the sideline watching practice. Yeah. And so one day, Dion Dion's nickname, of course, is Prime Time. He'll probably if I ever, if I see him here in Dallas, he'll probably say something about this. But he knows it's true. So all the kids were lined up on the sideline watching us do our, our drills. And we were doing one-on-one drills against the defensive backs. And so me and Prime was lined up. And he, right before the play, he said, he said, action, action. You see these kids? I said, yeah, I see them, Prime. I see them. He said, you know the kids come out here to see Prime time, don't you? I said, okay. I got you. I got you. So we ran a route. And June Jones at the time was our, was our receivers coach and offense coordinator. June called a deep, deep fly for me. So I ran and caught the pass, and uh, he said, spike it on it, spike it on it. I said, no, I'm not going to spike it. He knows. He knows deep down. He knows. So we was jogging back to the line of scrimmage, and I said, Prime, 
You see these kids out here? The kids came to see Prime, but they're going to leave talking about action. And all that, got him, <laughs> that got him hot. That got him hot. But, I mean, that was one of my, one of my highlights, three highlights against Prime. But, of course, he's a Hall of Famer, and you know, you know the story with him. I mean, probably arguably yeah. the greatest cornerback of all time, you know. And, and you know, so funny, people won't think that all you just talking, but I know what you're saying. Because that happened to me against Andre Water. We were doing wrong. I beat him. He threw an uh, elbow at me. Talking about, you don't come out here and beat a veteran. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so exactly. I know what you're saying. They think they come out there to see them, you know? But now they all exactly. need to see Jackson, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Great time. Great time. But, Chris, go ahead and ask that question. We might be on this subject for a minute, you know? Yeah, so so Patrick, one thing I, I when I was uh, doing some research on you, I came across a YouTube video, and I think you know Uh-oh. which one I'm talking about. It's about four years ago, Uh-oh. and it has Uh-oh. to do with players that get cut. Hey, hey, Chris, Chris, this yeah. is a uh, a kid show. This is a kid. Hey, show. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> no, this this <laughs> you know what though? Okay. I, I I listened to I'm this about say, three times because you made some really really. <laughs> He made some really good points that yes. people, yes. anybody can, I mean, I know you're talking about people that, that have gotten cut, but anybody who wants to play sports at any level, this is something they need, they need to go and listen to, you know, but you're talking yes. about, you know, you have to stay mentally and physically in shape. That, 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 that right there is the big thing, you know, the big thing, the point that came across, but, you know, you're talking about don't lose hope and keep your heart going. Um, and then this, this, another thing, you know, don't, don't leave your future in in your, in your agent's hands. You have to take some activity in it, you know, to play a part in your future. Chris, you're right. You're Um, talking about kids um, and you're talking about, you know, going back to your high school or college and giving back, practicing, you know, all that. So let's talk a little bit about that. I mean, the cut, the cut day is, is traumatic because, you know, you bring in your, your playbook, and the coaches kind of tell you, give you that warm and fuzzy, hey, you good player, you did good, did everything we asked you, you know, it's just a numbers game. And so you wind up going going back, basically back to where you started, back at home, if you don't go back to your college, you go back to your house, your mom and dad, and everybody is, you know, give you those well wishes, but deep down, you you know, some, some, of, the, some of the cases, you know what you need to work on. And for me, I knew I had to work on getting off the jam and, and just little big things like that. Because I said, the next time I get back in camp, that's not going to be the determining factor. It, it's going to be, you know. <clears throat> so I had to prepare not only just physically but also mentally. And that's why I try to tell young men and anyone in sports, it's a mental game. Once you yep. realize, you know, the, getting the confidence to play, learn the confidence, and then each level there's a different game speed, different speed of the game. And once you learn the speed of the game on each level, high school, from junior high to high school, high school to college, college to possibly NFL or, or pro sports, once you learn the, the learn the speed of it and get adjusted to that speed, then it's back to playing the sport. You you're not you're not thinking of it. You're just reacting and you make it move. So so once you learn that, you have to you develop a greater confidence in it and your ability. Now it's back to playing football, and and now. I don't understand. I think they made a rule change with these cuts where they have all of the cuts at one time. I think it's like now at the end of the, right. in the preseason. And to me, that's, that's, that's not a good thing because when I was coming through, James could probably attest to this. If you got cut in the second or third week, you had a chance for another team to pick you up. That team right. might say, I was, scout, I was scouting James, <clears throat> you know, and oh, he, he got picked up by Philly. I'm going to watch him, watch, it, watch his progression, see what's going on. If, if Philly cuts him, Miami or Tampa Bay or someone else might pick him up, bring him in, see if he can learn the system real quick, catch the ball, do his thing. But now, with it all being at one time, he might still have James on the radar. He also said, well, I also scouted Patrick, too. I can't bring both of those guys in. I have to make a choice. And so now, so, so now for, for the guys that's getting cut, these days, I mean, they really have to be mentally tough and, and really have to get on the phones, 
make those calls. You have an agent, you have some representative calling or whatever, but again, this is your, your career. This is your dream. And I always say, I feel a lot better. I'm going to bet on somebody. I'm going to bet on Action Jack. I love my agent, love my representative. He's working too, but at the end of the day, when I look in the mirror and say, did you do all, did you give all you could? I, I want to have a big capital Y-E-S. Yes, I did. You know what, Patrick? You said something good, you know, and uh, I'd like to talk a bit more about it. You know, a lot of people understand you have the physical ability to play. You wouldn't be there. It's that mental. And you was right about that. It's mental. People understand it's mental in that game, you know? And, yeah. and, the second thing, and the second thing you were saying is with that agent. I had the worst agent. I don't know what. I could have messed me up if it wasn't for, you know, but. If you put your all of it in your agent, you ain't gonna be nothing go nowhere. So you're right, man. You're so yeah. right about yeah. that. Yeah, God, you're right. And, you know, and and the and the mental. I mean, you're a rookie, or even a second year guy. You got veterans ahead of you. You've been on the team for you know with other guys. You got friendships created, and you know they might not come out and say it, but some of those guys don't want you on that squad. Don't want you taking any position. Yeah. And so it's a grown man game. Once you once you get past the eligibility of college, it's a grown man's game, and you got to have. Uh, go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. Finish. I I, I say that to you. Uh, I, I was just gonna say you got to have people that's either been in the game or got to have someone that's that's not petting you, but they petting you on the you know it's gonna be okay. It's gonna can have someone say, hey, um, you know, go make the team. Go give it all you got. You got to feed your family just like they got to feed their family. And it's a business. And you got someone yeah. giving it to you straight and uncut. And I think that, that helps a long way. Yep. Actually, Jackson, can I call you that? Yes, sir. All, I like all that. Day, I like every that. Day. All, that's all day. Coach for you. That you weren't saying that's how I know you. <laughs> but <laughs> let's talk about... <laughs> Talk about camp, because I know, you know, you know how it is in camp, you're in the room, um, there were four receivers, one spot, you remember everybody, and every morning, they come knock on that door early, somebody getting cut, bring your playbook, and walk you down that hall, and like you say, it's mental, because I was up all night worrying, you know, man, is that not going to be on the door for me, you know, and you just stress <laughs> out, you know, you want to go on the field, you don't want to mess up, stress you a play, you know, because... You messed up a play like, okay, he ain't in this playbook. But explain a little bit about that, uh, action. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, at, at camp, I mean, I mean, these days, I, I say it's, um, it's, you know, T-shirts and grays. They, they don't, they don't hit. They were back in the day. I'm sure you guys, I think Philly, you guys, I don't know who your head coach was at that time. I was buddy right. Flammable. Oh, man. You, you guys had brutal camps. I mean, hitting oh, twice yeah. a day, yeah. full pads. I mean, guys, I've seen I've seen this with, with you know DBs and receivers. You're losing, t- you know, twelve pounds in a day. You got to get those yeah. IVs to replenish those liquids, those fluids. <clears throat> and so, yeah. camp was so physical that that and then you got to go study the playbook. And that's what I tell tell young guys. I say, listen, you're probably in the film room and, and studying your playbook at least four or five hours a day. And, and watching film over and over and over, and if you know, and and it, it, it becomes like a drud, drudgery just to get in that mindset. Hey, I want to get on the field. I want to go produce. I want to get on the field, run routes, and catch the rock. But you have to learn what you're doing, and you do that by being in the film room and playbook. And that's a big adjustment because that's, that's again, it goes back to mental. Most of the guys out there are talented, great ability. But they don't know how to run the routes. They don't know the different reads, the adjustments. And all of those things is just a huge part of the pro game, huge part of the pro game. And, you know, yeah, the quarterbacks, I would say, he's the smartest guy on the field. The receivers are the, are the, are the most, got the most swag, are the most, uh, <clears throat> you know, I say it like they got the most swag on the field. I think James will, will concur with me on that. But those quarterbacks have to, have to be able to read, you know, all those different, different um, positions, running back, quarterback, I mean, tight end, wide receiver, lineman, and then, you know, then on the defensive end. And camp is the, is the place where you have to, you know, it's like a having your mouth open to a water hose. You're getting fed so much information so fast that um, 
you know, you have to, you just got to be in shape and you have to do extra work. Let the coaches see that you're working extra hard. You're doing extra stuff, catching the balls on the, on the, on the, on the jugs, on the jugs machine. <laughs> and not only that, learn special teams. Learn special teams. Because special teams yep. keep you on the team before your regular position could. Yep. Yeah, so that's my, my coach take told me that. He, my coach told me that. He said, you want to make the team, you know, get on special team, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They already got six receiver, Mike Quick, Chris Carter, Greg Garrity. You know, you'll make it on special team, you know. Mm. Then you might play receiver one day, you know? <laughs> yeah. I had a coach ask me, you want to, can you long snap? I said, yeah, I'll be the smallest yeah. long snap in the world. Well, bring it on. Yeah. Yeah, I've been the water boy. Well, we got to take another break. When we come back, we got to still talk about, uh, I know Chris got uh, Ezekiel Ellis coming up. So, can't wait to hear what you got to say about that one. Yes. This, yes, yes. This is this is Chris and Action Jackson. Action Jackson. We'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports. Sports. Want to experience football from the perspective of two former players who also have coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. We'll talk about the drafts, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl and Sam have the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. We'll cover the camps, on and off field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Your internet flagship station for sports... Sports. You're hooked up with loving that sports talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving, your host of Loving That Sports Talk. Co-host, you will be Chris. I'm here, James. Chris, you know what? I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. You know, I know you're I'm happy. Gonna... I know you're grinning like, like like a Cheshire cat. I understand. <laughs> we still got former NFL player Patrick Action Jackson. You ain't live with yet, did you? Yes, sir. We right here in the building. In the building. Woo! <laughs> All day, every day. Go ahead, Chris. Take the show over. Okay. Uh, so now that Ezekiel Elliott will face a six-game suspension starting in the second week, will this loss hurt the Cowboys, or will they be able to fill the gap? I think they will be able to fill the gap. Um, I think Morris, Alfred Morris, is uh, is a good back, especially for the first and second downs. And I think um, they need a third down back with McFadden coming in, catch the ball out of the backfield. I think that's how you fill those gaps. Um, yeah, they're not Ezekiel Elliott by any means, but, I mean, Morris is, you know, he's, he's a proven vet, so 
both both him and McFadden are both proven vets, so I think they'll do a good job with it. Yeah, well, well watch, watching Ezekiel Elliott last year, he was he was by far just phenomenal, you know, as, as doing what he does best. Everybody does. You, you, you didn't hear my comment, did you, I'm like, everybody knows that one. I, I, I'm ignoring you. Yeah, I know you. I said it low. But, I'm hey, ignoring no, Patrick, you. Patrick, something me and Chris was talking about, and we, I think we've already gotten out of it. Well, that's when you we had lost your call about your back, but we were talking about that. That how can you get in trouble that much and feel that you shouldn't get no punishment? You know, he was doing crazy stuff. I mean, Chris was talking about that. You know, one incident after another. You know, from the bar to the girl on fat to the domestic violence. You know what I'm saying? What does he think? You know? Yeah, I mean that. That I think that's what really did him in is the fact that. I know people will say, well, the, whatever, the police report or something didn't, didn't show, you know, some of the stuff that he was, he was accused of or whatever. But, you know, you get report after report. You get ready to close one report. Then someone walks in with another file and say, it's, you know, it's our guy again. I mean, that just that doesn't look good. And so I think that's what they tried to head some, head some major problems off if they can this year before it gets out of hand. And plus, the league is already dealing with some brand issues, you know, just from the last two or three years dealing with domestic violence and, and, and you know, just different things negative to the league's, league's image. Uh, personally, I thought they was going to knock it down to four, four. I thought they was going to knock it down to four games, but, I mean, if it's six, now he's filing a lawsuit, so that kind of adds more, you know, bees to the, to the beeswax. I told everybody, they ain't going to take Tom Brady's away. They ain't going to take his away. Because Tom Brady is like the ambassador, you know. And they still exactly. gave him his suspension. I mean, they knocked him down, what, four? Yeah. But, but still, they didn't take him away. So I don't see them taking away from him. I don't care how much Jerry Jones pay people. Exactly. Plus, like you just mentioned, you know, Tom Brady in New England. And here you got Ezekiel Elliott and Dallas Cowboys. Those are two of the big big names when it comes to NFL, you know, particular teams. So it could be one of those deals where they want to send a message uh, that, hey, we're not, we're not letting New England or Dallas off the hook just because they are the two, you know, most recognizable names, you know, with our brand, you know. I, I, I think that that was the issue. Um, you know, Tom, the reason why Tom Brady got into trouble was because, you know, he was supposed to turn over his, his cell phone. Well, he went and deleted a bunch of stuff out, you know, and, and so he didn't, he didn't do what he, they'd asked him to do. So that's how he got into trouble. And then um, Ezekiel Elliott was the same thing. He was supposed to, I don't know if, if it was cell phone or, or, yeah. or um, his laptop or whatever, and he kind of did the same thing. You know, he was, he was, you know, going in and messing with it and trying to keep information, you know, out of their hands. Yeah, I think what they say is not the, sometimes it's not the crime, but it's the cover-up. Yeah. And then, James, James, you will love this piece here. Coaches would say, okay, the eye in the sky don't lie. Let's go yeah, back to yeah. the film. Let's go back to the, the details and pull what we can out of it. So, uh, I think that's what's happening. Well, Patrick, you know, uh, when we was coming, it wasn't, social media wasn't that big. You know, it wasn't God. that big. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, like, that's what I was telling them, you know, because we were been, man, it used to be me, Jerome, Seth, and Keith Jackson, all of us, man. We used to be out, if, we would always be on the news if it was that big, you know? But oh, now you got, you know, it's it's so big now because people want to wanna catch it and then they want to, you know, put it on, say, hey, I got this picture and make money off TMZ, you know, selling that video, you know? You know, and that, 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 that's where we're at now with the entertainment value is the fact that you bring in the, the general population people, people, you know, closer to the game, which is good on one hand. But on the, on the other hand, it's also kind of, you know, bring, that locker room is a sanctuary. And you know, it's family business. When things are going on, not not excusing all these different, you know, <clears throat> things with domestic violence. Not, not even talking about that. I'm just talking about just the, 
the inner workings of what teams are doing and what they're going through and the players and and sometimes, you know, I, I know I saw something on Hard Knocks or some some show where, you know, my wife's like, Why are they hollering like that? Why what's going on? Why do you don't have to get do the do the guy like that? That's part that's part of culture. That's part of football. Yeah. If yeah. it ain't tough to handle that, that's what you gonna do when it's when it's third and long, two minutes left in the game and fans are crying, hollering at you and your team and you know, guys across yeah. from you are talking about you, you know, so so yeah, that social media game is um Good on one hand, in my opinion, but it's also could be a detriment too. I mean, Patrick, I'm telling you, when I said we did, I mean, some crazy stuff. I mean, we used to, you know, I mean, guys used to have accident, crash, and you know, you have people come get the car to take them away. Now it's like, <laughs> let's just we're doing a, a hundred and twenty down the road. Let's take that and leave them here in the police room. Want to make a name? I'm the I tell, I tell everybody this story. A friend of mine from L.A. came in town, so we was driving Atlantic City. We're in the car drinking, you know. I'm going 110 down that uh, pike. Get pulled over by the trooper. So I'm like, man, how'd you drink? So he come up to the car, and then he said, um, you got your license? And I said, you know what? I play with the Eagles. My friend in town, we was going down Atlantic City. And you know, back then, you had those cars. You know, they gave what team you played for. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, and, uh, oh, yeah. And then I gave that to him, and he went back to the car about 10, 15 minutes, and my buddy like, man, we going to jail. He came back with a notepad. Can you get an autograph of my son? <laughs> and let me go. I can't tell you how many footballs I gave away getting stopped by the police and checking my car and just to get yeah. out of a ticket, you know, just, hey, you know, I got a couple of footballs here. I could sign them for you and, uh, you know, and they'll have me autograph them, but, I mean, that's, yeah. if social media was around, oh my goodness, I'd be getting been getting blasted on Facebook and Twitter and stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll be we'll be talking about this when I'm on my uh, on my cell block. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Go ahead, Chris. I'm sorry. No, I'm I'm just listening to you guys, thinking how, how can I get in on this? You know, trying to get out of a ticket or two, or you uh, know, what do I need to now. give? Can't do it now. Uh uh-uh. uh. They'll laugh at you. Well, it's, you know, and, and this this is what's interesting. You know, social media plays a big part in everything. And and that kind of comes into my next question. And uh, James, you, 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 you can step back a moment, you know, because I, I know you hate hearing this, this name, but uh, Ray Lewis said that the Baltimore Ravens were close to signing Colin Kaepernick. However, Colin's girlfriend, he, she posted a tweet about Ray Lewis and the owner of the, of the, the Ravens, Steve Biscotti. You know, as former professional athletes, do you have to remind your family, friends, and associates to not post personal opinions on social, social media due to it hurting the athlete? You know, I'm a big Ray Lewis fan, but oh my goodness, that that hurt me. Did this year for Ray yeah. saying some things and hearing that? I heard that last night, and I was like, wait a minute, the timeline. In my opinion, the timeline didn't 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 add up. Um, with what he was saying and and about the tweet, but to stay on subject, I remember some of the guys, the veterans, would tell their wives to be careful what you're saying in the stands because. Yeah. Once the fans get a hold to, okay, that's that's uh, Patrick's wife, or that's John's wife, and, and ooh, look how she's acting, or look what she, listen how she, what she, how she's talking. When that happened, the next thing you know, it just spreads and spreads and spreads. Now, you know, you know, you wasn't really big on branding back then, but you still had a few guys that was big on with their name and credibility and, and doing things in the community, and you definitely wanted your wife or your family members to to behave in a manner that, that was going to keep a good light, you know, on your name. And that was on the, that's a small scope. I mean, like I said, now social media and, and everything, I mean, it's, it's, it's out of hand now. But I do remember hearing those conversations in the locker room, you know, even on the negative end. Hey, man, you know, her, you know such and such wife was, oh, she was acting crazy. And, you know, and then, you know, now guys will take that and use that against you on the field, too, if you ain't careful. <laughs> You know, Patrick, I, I, I got to say some of that, too. I see it today, and I kind of cringe. One is when um, the receiver wife, what was his, her name? The receiver, she got to run her mouth about, uh, was it uh, Revis or something? Remember that? Or 
the DB that hit her husband. Yeah, she yeah. Said a, 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 what was a racist comment? Something. Remember the monkey? You know, you were the monkey. Something. What was that? Try to find that thing anyway. But I, I was like, that. I was hearing like she should shut her mouth and spit his money. <laughs> That's all you need to do. Sit your butt at home and shut your mouth. You know, because the wife, and you know how it is, Tasha. They give you tickets and all the wives are together. Sitting in the same yeah. section. You know what I'm saying? So, exactly. If, if, if my wife sit on and go, man, why Tasha dropped that ball? Man, he can't play. He's sorry. But, you know, that's going to get around because his next wife going to be like, people say, well, uh, Dave's wife said, you know, and it's again locker room, so you going to come up to me in locker room. Hey, man, what's your wife doing chirping about, you know? She just shut exactly. you know? And exactly. then the second thing with that is, I just don't call it um, girlfriend, but shut your mouth. He already can't get in the door. <laughs> But the, the, the other thing was, because uh, we got to go to break, but let me say this. Ray, come on, man. You almost was there for murder. You know, you beat that, and you shouldn't have beat that case. How are you to put somebody down? You just lucked yeah. out and beat that. You know what I'm saying? So don't yeah. put that man down, you know. And, you know, yeah. he should have. Because you was at murder. You know he did that. He was there. He just beat that. But ain't nobody bringing that back up, you know, Ray passed. If right. you look at the package, still somebody died that night, you know? Yeah, yeah. So let's take a break and come back, you know, and uh, tell Captain girlfriend, sit down and go shop it. Be right back. <laughs> Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN. The Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving, your host for Loving That Sports Talk. Oh, well, baby. Chris, you didn't leave it. Come on now. Oh, no, I'm here. I'm here to the bitter end. We'll set the action, Jackson. Former NFL player, Patrick. You there, Patrick? Yes, sir. Chris said to the bitter end. Wait a minute. This two wide receivers communicating here. This is a sweet ending right here. Uh, you know what, though? I, I'm, I'm, I hate to tell you, Patrick, but one thing I've always said is defense wins games. I know you guys hate hearing that, but... Oh. Defense Go ahead, Patrick. Talk about that, Patrick. You think so? Oh, my goodness. You know, I've been getting hit upside the head about that. And if that's, if that's you know, defense, though, you got to have a solid defense. But you got to be able to play on offense. If defense, 0-0 zero, zero is not a good game. Yes, to the purest, they like to see a low-scoring game. But, man, your teammates get a big lift when they see a guy go 80 yards by a bum. I'll go 80 yards, catching a five-yard pass, and taking it to the house. Ain't nothing like it. Ain't nothing like it. Speed kills. uh, Strength thrills, but speed kills. 
Mm. You're right. I mean, everybody, you see why they changed the game of football so it be more offense, you know, scoring and all like that. You know, because everybody said, well, why don't we go to a game and score 6-3? You know? Sir. Yes, sir. I, I want to go to where. That's why baseball is so boring. You know, you go seven innings and there's one run, you know? So, exactly. you know, everybody talking about defense, defense. No, they're trying to change that up. They want a lot more scoring, you know, to get the game. Everybody get excited. To see the receiver, see us, try to do an end on dance, right? Come see us. Because they see ain't no, ain't no receivers are already on fire. We burn it. Yeah. And what Les Brown say, when you burn, people will come miles away to, to watch you burn, watch you see, be, watch you on fire. They watch you burn. That's what we do. We speed burners. Catch the rock and go home with it. Actually, Jackson, they didn't hear you. Say it again. They ain't hear People have spent a whole lot of money and, and come from miles around just to watch a man on fire and watch him burn. That's what, that's what wide receivers are doing. We burning. We catch burning. the rock. We go uh-huh. home with it. Take it to the house. Speed burn. To the house. Leave her. Not ready for room. <laughs> Take it to the house. <laughs> and we're not satisfied with first downs, James. You know that. we satisfied with touchdowns. But say it again. That kind of right. You get 20 points. First down, touchdown. We're not. Throw the ball to the tight ends or throw it to the back outside, in, in, you know, in the, in the flats or something. Let him get your first down. But if you want six... My receivers all day long. I ain't gonna, I'm going to shut my mouth. I'm going to let you talk. Go ahead. All day long. All, and really, Tyreek Hill, Kansas City Chiefs, in my opinion, he's a, he's a, he's a little man wide receiver. He got the yeah. speed to take it to the house. Yeah, he's got the yes, speed, sir. that's for sure. That's and you will watch him, Chris. You will watch him, Chris, for miles. You will pay good money to see him burn. You will see him burn. Uh, unless he's <laughs> against the Broncos, then, then, then we got an issue. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Chris. Thanks Yep, yep, yep. All right, so there was a poll taken recently on who will win the, M- the NFL's MVP award. The top two this year are Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. Who do you think is going to receive it, given what we know at this point? Wow. Uh, man, it's hard to go against Tom Brady. But out of those two guys, I, I'm, a, I'm going for Aaron Rodgers this year. Yeah, I'm an NFC guy. I'm an NFC guy. I'm going to disappoint you now because I heard Julio Jones was supposed to win it. None of those guys was in the running for it. It was Julio Jones was first. I think Aaron Rodgers was somewhere in there, but everybody said Julio Jones going to win it. I would love to see that, James. Only thing, he's a fellow wide out, of course, and yeah. he should. He probably deserve it. But the only thing that, that hold, holds me back is the fact that they got a new offensive coordinator. And I don't know what type of style he's going to throw, if he's going to throw the rock, you know, like he should. Uh, Aaron and Tom Brady, they, they, got, they got their own destinies in their hands, you know. Yeah. I think Julio, Julio is going to be, depending on the, the quarterback, of course, Matty Ice, and also that new offensive coordinator they're they getting. Kevin, help me out with this, Chris and um, Patrick. You know, everybody talk about Oh, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. And, Patrick, you guys, you know this. And, Chris, you know about your receivers that play. Uh, Mario Sanders, this one. You know, he'll throw a five-yard, but he'll take it for 80. You know, all, you know what he do. You know, Willard, Dylan, defense. But that quarterback, you, you know, that pass for 80 yards, make like he did that. So right. now the quarterback getting all the, the uh, MVP vote because, hey, he threw that 80-yard pass of Amanda Sanders that turned it into 80, you know, 90s. So it ain't fair for the receivers. You guys agree? I totally. Yeah, there, there's definitely some truth to that. I mean, I love Emmanuel Sanders because he turned a two-yard play into 30 or 40, you know? And that's because of his speed. <clears throat> yeah, you well, know, and, and I'm like you, James. I mean, the quarterback gets that credit. Yeah, the quarterback threw the ball. You know, if he throws it 60 yards, okay. I think the credit, you know, but when that 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 three yard slant, and the guy like right. Emmanuel Sanders or Deshaun Jackson going home with it, I think that needs to be a little bit more talk about, you know, how this guy avoided the safety and how this guy, you know, I ran not just the cornerbacks, but you got fast linebackers coming too. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so, so yeah, I'm, I'm I'm right there with you on that. I I, I, thought, I think your phone went off because you said when the man said him do that slant. 
You say James Loving too? I'm just checking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, because right, I know it went in and out. I know it went in and out. Indeed, <laughs> I, I, I say James Loving catching that curl. Catching that curl, yeah. making the first man miss, spit out of it, and come and, and hit that sideline ball in the right hand all the way down to the house. That's what I, that's what I meant to say right there. Oh, I'm glad we can get this. This, this show is recorded. I'm going to keep playing that over every night. That's a girl. <laughs> After all these years, it still sounds good. After all these years, it still sounds good. It is. Hey, if I can't run a two-yard route, I'll be like, time out. Let me take a, uh, a water break. <laughs> but, James, I'm going to tell you this. This is a funny story, Chris. I was at my college. Um, we was doing a, a fundraiser for one of my for our fraternity. And uh, one of my young guys, he just finished his eligibility last year. Mm. He wanted to challenge me on a bump and run. And I said, son, oh. I, said, I tore my Achilles two years ago. I'm not trying to do all. Do, uh, I'm just out here helping out. He kept talking and kept, and I got video of it now. I got video of it. Kept talking and kept talking. He got bump and run on me. And I told him, I said, we're going to do this one time. I said, now, here's the deal. James, you know this now. I said, yeah. if I'm even, I'm leaving. If I'm even with yeah. you, I'm leaving you. Yeah. He bumped and run. I took an inside release. Stemmed him, got back on top of him, put my hand up in there, tell the quarterback, throw it on out there, I go get it. It's over. And I, I, said, I said, who was your boy? He said, I was born in 1994. I said, son, I forgot more about football at this stage of the game than you already know. Yeah. But I say that for I say that with effect because, like you said, man, you go to sleep thinking about them days. It's a new day now, but at the same time, Hey, man, we, you still got, I know you can't run two yards, but you can run 10 yards if, if the ball is in there. You go get it. Well, I believe you know. that in you, James. I believe that in you. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we got some music out here in the show, but, oh, Patrick, man, definitely got to have you back on. Anytime. For real. Anytime. Anytime. All right. Appreciate you know. it. Appreciate it. Absolutely. You, 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 you make my job easy. <laughs> you know what, you Chris? Spoken like a... Spoken like a quarterback. Spoken <laughs> like a quarterback. What can I say? <laughs> Thank you, Patrick. Have a good day. Appreciate it. All right. Thank take you. care, Patrick. Thank you. Appreciate you guys. Uh, you bet. Uh, all right. Thanks, Chris. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Loving That Sports Talk. But don't worry, James Loving will be back next week, Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to love more sports talk then. And keep in touch with James all week at lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. 